Yo, what's good? It's VV18, VV oh. episode 18, the VV podcast. We got a special, a special guest in the building, Flume. I'm in the building. What's going on? Young Flu. Scuddy, what's goody? Show me a hoodie. That's the magazine kick hoodie, right? You see it. That's what's up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that go hard. That's what's up. You know, I'm always branding. You know how Hove do Hove got to what magazine kick um run up? You know, Hove gonna want to send a lawsuit and like, yo, that's my I'm waiting for that. No, I'm waiting for that. That's, that's gonna be good though. That's gonna put your yeah. name on the map. Yeah, all good. No all promo, good promo. Good. And if Hove really tried to shut us down like that, it'll be a classic Hove move, but it's also kind of lame. So <laughs> you gotta make y'all go hard. That could that could be a whole marketing thing, like yo, like shit, Hove try to sue us. I uh y'all can go hard with that. Nah, that would be perfect. Like, all publicity is good publicity. Facts, facts, facts. So the reason why um it's a good idea to have you on, I mean, number one, you want to be on, and number two, we mm-hmm. want to have you on because we know you tapped into a bunch of shit. We're trying to um, interview a bunch of entrepreneurs, whether it's artists or people just have a vision for, like, doing something different that's outside the traditional. So... As for you, I know you got a, a bunch of things going on. And first of all, just tell people who you are, where you're from, and we can get to like, your other stuff. Yeah, no, nah, I definitely wanted to be on because, like, I seen you was doing something. So anytime I see one of my people doing something, I wanted to be involved. That's any new way I could be. Um, but me, Flu Man, um, we got a lot going on. Um, we got Icon TV. Uh, that's our multimedia event coordination company. We got Magazine Kicks. Um, we're reselling everything that's sold out. And then we got um, Funko BK. Funko BK is actually a funny little thing that developed. That's we selling Funko Pops. So that's that's been actually pretty wavy, too. Yeah. yeah. Yo, um, I love Funko Pops, bro. My brother <laughs> love them shits. <laughs> it's crazy. Funko Pops all over this bitch. Yo, yo, yeah. I got them all over my crib, too, because of James. No cap. Come on. I got my whole collection right here. So it's a funny thing how... We just stumbled into that and everybody seemed to love it. Yeah, for me, I was just like, what? Because it's like, you, I know you want to try everything. You have all these ventures going on. And I seen that. I was like, oh, he's doing this. For, this is funny. And it's on the low, too. Because it's like, you're not doing major um, promo about it. But I'm sure you got like a little, fan, nah. like a little, cl- little collection, a little fan base. Not even a fan base. But I'm sure you tapped into that community a little bit, too. Well, honestly, it's my brother. My brother started that company. Mm. So, like, Magazine Case Icon TV, I started those. Mm-hmm. Funko BK, I was just collecting them. Like, I just liked it. Like, I like these shits to remind me of my childhood and feel nostalgic. I like it. Facts. But then, like, the amount of bread we made from Funkos or he made from Funkos is just, it's crazy. It's really yeah. crazy because certain Funkos got crazy value. Like, I was just at Comic-Con uh, last weekend. Nice. And there was Funkos. The highest I seen was 1100 Ooh, for what? I mean, so there was real, I forget what it was. Um, I know I seen Cal and Khaleesi. So Cal Drogo and Khaleesi, that was mm. 250. I seen a Spider-Man going for 400. I seen um I wanted a TLC for my lady. They wanted 50 dollars. All three of them? So, uh I got all three of TLC, but they got ones where they like like the waterfall, like they blew like the waterfall. That's I was funny. trying to get it from my lady. Shit is all um she wanted fifty dollars. I was like, nah, can't do it. Can't do it. So how so how much they usually go for if you don't want fifty dollars for it? Uh, generally speaking, they go for 10, 15 dollars. Generally mm-hmm. speaking. But then the range could go crazy up to like, I want to say, I think the highest one they ever was 30 bands. That's wild. What? 
Yeah, That's nah, it's real. It's real. So like a lot of shit that we do, like if we selling like a table or we do an event shit, we just put Funkos out and then people just cap it because they leaving with something with 10, 15 dollars. Even if you ain't got bread, you yeah. gotta leave with something. That's so it worked out. And it just it's just crazy because like now my brother's getting known for that. And we getting known for that in general. And it's just like I don't I don't know. I never looked at it like as a real business. That's thing. what passion means business. <laughs> that's what fun means business. That's how it's supposed to be. That's what's up. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I can't complain about that. Like, and what you find is people from all walks of life like Funko. Mm-hmm. You getting everybody into it. So for y'all for um 20 and Pope, like what kind of Funkos y'all got in the crib? I got mm-hmm. um right oh, here. I got yeah. a Darth Vader one. I'm gonna go oh. get mine. I'll be right back. back. <laughs> He's about to go get his Funko. Nice. You, you took it out the box, huh? Yeah, that one because some of them like this is like ten dollars. That shit is like Dark Vader ain't gonna go no crazy. Probably not for a couple years. So I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I I can't. I, my uncle used to like collect like Star Trek shit and never take it out the box. And now that shit got value. But even as a kid, I used to be like, Nah, I'm taking my shit out the box. I just want to enjoy it, right? Like, yeah. I I, I, I <laughs> honestly like. Maybe I should have disciplined myself better as a kid because I probably would have had a better, you know what I'm saying? Like, habit of. Look at this, look at this right shit, here. Bro, y'all y'all need to start. Y'all need to beat up and do deals. Like, y'all trapping Funko. Nah, hell yeah, bro. If I do, bro, that's fire. <laughs> Having somebody with Funkos before, like, at the table. You kidding me, bro? That's genius. Ooh, All might. That nigga is. All might. Oh, you that's, know. Who that nigga is. Okay. Who is this nigga? Don't know him either. Know that's that. Endeavor, yo. You, yeah, I know. Him, know. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, yeah, I, know. I ain't know. Like, <laughs> I know y'all know this nigga. Yeah. Yeah, Mecca Freezer. Mecca Freezer. Nah, bro. Trunks to him. That's the future of Trunks. Hold on, hold on. Stop playing. What's your instinct? Okay. Oh. Oh. You see all the boxes too? You see how you rocking? This guy ain't rocking. Batman. You can't go wrong. I got Batman too, but you go crazy. It's really like that. It's really like that. Future choice. Oh shit. That's it. Never seen that one. Yo, bro, your shit is crazy. You just can't, you just went Funko crazy just now. I'm not going (laughs) to. No, my my brother loved this shit, son. So he bought him, leave him all over the crib and shit. That's hilarious. Yo, this thing. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, people be into it. You be surprised. Yeah, I like them. They they nice. They do remind you of your childhood and shit. And it's dope. I like them. So flu says flu says some of those going for 30 bands. You might have to try to see the value of that, bro. Like yeah, that's life changing. I'll get rid of that shit real quick if that 30 bands. <laughs> yeah, they, still the, they still in the box, so you good. Or he might have that in mind, my brother. He be, you know, he be thinking like that right, sometimes. So. I wanted the silver surfer what? Oh, I that's crazy. That. I got oh, that. Oh shit. See, this is perfect. This yeah, house is hard. I got that. It's right here. <laughs> that shit, hard. it came out like I seen it. it came out like what this year like in or 2020 or some shit like that like i went on amazon i was like yo they got the silver surfer and they were like nah it's about to drop though like and i guess you got it, i didn't get it no that's how the shit go run off pre-orders too pre i was about to say it was like yo you can get the pre-order and i'm like i don't know about no pre-order for a funko that sound kind of i'm not that much but not for nothing i didn't realize that it was a real like community type shit like yo it's huge it's huge it's, and it's surprising because like You'll never know. Like niggas not going around like, yo, I love Funkos. I love Funkos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll never know who's into it. Y'all would have probably never thought I had wild Funkos. I ain't know, bro. I ain't know you had wild Funkos. That's OD. (laughs) 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 
Yeah, bro, you better buy crib. You see, I guess you probably see the fuck. I'll be the, seeing them around you. I'll be seeing them around your shit. Yeah, that's funny. Give me the cut, little sports ones. I got I had like Michael Jordan, Aaron Judge. Nice. So, how do they drop? So, like, do they release like a bunch every month, or like, how does that go? Or is it just like ongoing, like sneakers? Like, it's just ongoing. It'd be different shows. So, based on what's coming up. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Uh, all right. For example. What was it? Silver, uh, Winter Soldier and Hawkman. What was it, Hawkman? What's his name? Hawkeye. No, Hawk, Hawkeye. Nah, not Hawkeye. Falcon. Winter Soldier. Falcon, Falcon, Falcon. When I was coming out, they had to focus out probably like two months before the show came out. Oh, okay. So it's like, so it's like a promo like, collab kind of thing. Exactly. When did, the, when did these shits start coming out, Funkos? I just started seeing them recently. So Funkos so like, started about 25 years ago. Oh, damn. damn. So like, See, that's like ninety seven. Something like that, 96, 97. Damn, I guess it takes I'm a while late. to get pop. And then, nah, I, honestly, I don't I don't think, I don't remember seeing them as a kid in Toys R Us and shit like that. So, I mean, action figures were big, bigger, too, at the point. At the I time. saw them, but, like, I was so interested in toys I could actually play with that, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't like, care enough, figures. like, wrestling. I used to see them at GameStop. That was when I first started seeing them. GameStop. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't, like, pay it no mind. Like, I had no interest. Even they small? Were they big like that, Pauls? <laughs> but, like, I didn't get into it till my sister. My sister gave me one for Christmas. Mm. When I got one, I was like, yo, I can't just have one. Then what they you know I got mad at them. Still. What she gave you what was the first one you got? She gave me a golden Black Panther. Got Ooh. it. That's fire. That's fire. I was like, yo, this is dope. Next thing you know, I was like, yo, I got to yes. get more. So talking about how like things you're interested in and fun things that you like just have a natural interest in turn to business. Like talk about magazine kicks now because I know that's like um that's something that you started within the last two years or so. And just tell me how it came about and stuff like that. So magazine kicks, yeah. We started last year. When we was in the when we was in quarantine, we got a stimulus check. So I, I already was making bread. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, all right, this is extra bread. So what I'm gonna do with it? A little bit prior to that. I had just bought a, a used Jordan off of offer up. Like I just saw it, it look clean. It was like a hundred dollars. I like fuck it. What Jordan? Then I was like, yo, I got some Jordan nines over there. They my ball mm-hmm. case now. Mm-hmm. So then when I got when I got, I was like, yo, I was telling my brother, like, yo, I gave this dude a hundred dollars, bro. Like I ain't never bought no sneakers off nobody before. I just gave this dude a hundred dollars. Yeah. So when yeah. I got the stimulus check, I had maybe like whatever it was, like twelve hundred dollars. I was like, yo, I'm going to just buy sneakers to see if I can flip a couple of them. When I, when luckily when we came, Jimmy Jazz had just opened back up from quarantine and they had full stock of all the retro J's. Mm. They was letting you get as much as you want. Just this particularly Jimmy Jazz. So I just went, ran it up in there, got a few pair of J's. Then I just started selling them. I started selling them, selling them on offer up offer up using different shit then i was like yo i didn't want to drop the page because i already was building up the shit i didn't want to drop the page yet so we had enough shit on the page once and then once you drop the page the shit just started going crazy oh so you wanted to have enough sales on the page before you even made one live that's what you're saying yeah like i wanted mm-hmm. to make sure it looked a certain way because mm-hmm. the whole thing was magazine kicks so like we giving them real photos we're using the canon like yeah, you, yeah. This is, these other IG dudes is giving you one photo of a boomerang. 
yeah, 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 yeah. You know I mean, so we giving you seven photos of this shit, and really, because I yeah, see we, how y'all unbox sometimes, like in the in your stories, you be having the green screen and all that. You, like you go hard, like use the real media, like you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was like leveraging Icon TV. So we already had the media company. We already had the cameras, the lights, the green screen. We already yeah, had yeah, all yeah. these. Things. Yeah, of course, of course. It was like, it was like, all right, all right. How can we leverage this to make more bread? So then we just started doing higher production because we needed. One thing I know about economics is there's only two ways of winning a market. Either you have Most product much. differentiation. So this dude got block work. This dude got gumbo. Mm-hmm. Or you're doing uh, uh, low cost production. Yeah. So you're getting it for less. So you can do more different type of deals with people. Yeah. Nice. I'm looking for product differentiation. We, gonna, we got the same sneakers the next dude. How do we make it different? We give them higher quality photos. We make our page look like we care. That already made us look different from the competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And low cost production is no low cost production. Everybody know the retail. That's lit. That's true. So is that um? So what's your favorite sneaker? Like, what's the best sneaker you ever sold off of it? So it could be two things: your sneaker that you like to wear, and it's the best sneaker that you sold that you wear right. yourself, maybe. My favorite sneaker, easy. <laughs> Jordan 4 Bread. The Bread 4 is my favorite sneaker. Mm-hmm. I love 4s. 4s behind me. I love 4s. Right now, I'm on this 4s wave. Mm-hmm. Um, the best sneaker I ever sold was Supreme Dunks this year. So I got the Supreme Dunks. I paid like, let's say, two bills for them. And I flipped it for, I think I got 1200 That's wild. Yeah, like I actually got a check. I, that was like the first I'm like yo I'm in this game like yo, I got a check so you ever have people who come at you angry because they know that you like making profit or you flip you know what I mean like <laughs> like or some hating shit or like yo I know you already paid this for that like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course um, all the time well not all the time lately because we but in the beginning of course like first I had one of my friends tell me I was trying to finesse him because I'm charging more than retail <laughs> which i thought was ridiculous um that's the game had, though that's the game that's what stock x do that's what all these other spots do so it's like it's every business the yeah. manufacturer pay one price the retailers charge you another yeah, yeah. it's all the business like so we talk about regular nikes they sold in i mean they make them in sweatshops for what, 10 cents an hour whatever maybe you know what i'm saying and then you buy for a couple business. hundred so they had cracking for real, <laughs> real yeah shit. They are, they're the ones really winning. But, like, it's, it come with the game. There's so much treacherous parts to this game. That's mm-hmm. the least. You know what I mean? Like, something like that. You mad at my price? Then go to somebody else. Fact. You know how hard it is to have all my shit is authentic. Everything come with a receipt. Mm-hmm. So, you we taking the time to give you the photos. We wrapping all the sneakers. We meeting up with you. You don't like my price? Then go to somebody else. Like, that part, we knew. We knew that this is Neiman Marcus. This is not for like sale. Like, you know, <laughs> this is not <laughs> so he Neiman Marcus on the resale game. Yeah, we're not those guys. Yo, the so, sneakers that are behind you, those um the Kai's, I've seen the that Kai's, that uh brand. What's that brand called? That's some new the shit. Air right? Kai or the Air Key? We got the guys. Those are yours? Yeah, this is my personal pair. Oh, that's why I'm like, yo, I feel like I've seen that before. I guess Billy must have posted that shit or something. I probably posted it on the VV page. Like, those yeah. shits is going around. I've seen a few niggas who love those shit. So, going crazy. 
Nah, I've actually seen, yeah, I've heard about somebody with their own shit. Must be you, bro. That's what's up. Nah, it's going crazy. This is a dude from Jersey. His name is Cool Kai. He's been selling uh, clothes for years, maybe like 10 years. Okay. He was known for the support black colleges hoodies. Mm. I don't know if you've seen all the ball flavors. Yeah, with the, um, with like the Kente cloth print type shit. Like. That was a unique one. Okay. That one was extra dope. I got it one. I got one myself. Like the support black colleges hoodies. Nice. Once I said that, now I bet you go notice. But then he dropped the Kai's last year, which essentially is a rendition of the Jordan One with a lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. And then he did the he did the off white of the midsole. So if I you look that, at it, yeah. he does the off white on the midsole. It's like some babe shit. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even show it. Yeah, off white on the midsole. So that just everybody loved it because it looked like the age look. And they went crazy. And now, like, his celebs is wearing this shit. The lines is crazy. Like, we dropped a video last year of us at the line when they first came to New York. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, I want to say the line was around the block. Like, is, it, is it select stores or does he have it? Like, how, so, how widespread is it? Excuse me. He did a business model like I never seen. First, he was doing pre-orders. And he's doing the pre-orders, so basically it's made to order, mm-hmm. which was crazy because he's making millions off pre-orders. It's unheard of. That's wild. And then he's doing pop-ups across the nation and selling out across the nation. Like, I never seen nobody do that. Like, he's yeah. going to L.A., lines around the block. He's going to New York, lines around the block. Independent. It's not Nike. It's not Adidas. Yeah. So he's just making bread all different type of ways off this one product of his like his his little brand, not little brand, his brand. Yeah, and he's got the gear too. So just as much as the the shoes is selling out, half of the clothes is selling out the same way. Mm-hmm. That's fire. That's yeah. crazy. Black owned business, and he's different too. If you see him on IG, he's riding around in the latest shit. He's stunting, got jewelry, all that. He's just living it up. Like mm-hmm. I I respect what he's doing. I don't respect the pre orders. It's pre orders take too fucking long. But, but if it's making her bread, he's not gonna stop. <laughs> nah. He had to stop because he was moving walking. Like at one point, the dude got people pre-ordered a sneaker, but then sold them at the pop-up before mm. people got in pre-orders. Oh, that's walking. Mm. Yeah. And that's like that's an ill backlog too, because he he might have to remake that shit or just they don't get their stuff. No, they waited like another three months. That's wild. Whoa. That's wow. nasty. That's nasty work. <laughs> That was crazy because I had my pair before people who pre-ordered it. I definitely did. <laughs> that's, that's nasty. That's nasty. That was crazy. So magazine kicks in general, like how how much would you say you put into the inventory if you if you're comfortable sharing that online? Like how much would you say that you put into your entire inventory? And you don't have to tell us the profit, but at least uh, how much you put in. It's a good question. I definitely have the number if I was gonna pull it up. But I know last year we definitely spent over 40 bands for sure. That's for wild. Sure. For sure. That's a down payment on a crib. <laughs> for sure. But it's an interesting game because, like, it's, everybody's playing it different. Like, I got, compared to somebody who's like a teenager or something, I have a more capital. So I'm able to play it a little more different than, than they would. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Because like, everybody's I'm, just doing an ad hoc. Like, I see this, I'm going to sell it, see it, sell it, but you have, like, a whole... Those are the new people. People seeing too much people like me getting money, so they was like, yo, I could sell a sneaker, too. I feel them. 
but it's, it's, it's deeper than that because you can end up fucked up. Like the way I play it is by the year. So I'm looking at the amount of the cost, the revenue, my projected, uh, my projected revenue for the sale versus the profit I actually make. And then what I'm looking at, if I'm in the black by the end of the year. Yeah. So if not, if I get into the black at midpoint of the year and we're still booming, everything is free bands. Yeah, yeah. So you put everything up at the beginning, like, or you just know that you're going to be in the debt this much in the beginning of every year. That's what you're saying. Uh, the game don't flow like that. I wish it could be. Like you say that. you do it by year, so I'm assuming. I'm sorry, I want to know. If that's no, but like I wish you could just cash. Like some people's doing that. There's whales in the game, of course, mm-hmm. but like you got to do it per drop. So every drop is coming. You could get X amount of pairs per the drop, mm. using all your resources and match. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so yeah. that even if I had 20 bands ready to cash out, I only got access to buy 10 pairs. Got it. That makes sense. So it, it gets funny style because what you, well, some dudes is doing is they buying pairs from resellers, but they're making less, it's a smaller profit margin mm-hmm. than buying retail. Because you, you sell the slots? Say that one more time. Do you sell slots? So like, you know how um, for certain kicks, like you're going to have to enter a draw. So nah, I don't. We used, to, we used to try with raffles. And I don't like none of that fuckery. Like if you could pre-order with me, like, yo, you say, yo, I want a size nine additional is coming out. I say, bet. If I don't know you, you got to give me half the bread. Then when it come through, you give me the rest and you get your sneaker. We got it. If you don't want it, you don't feel comfortable giving me half the bread, you don't know me, fine. <laughs> we got a whole community. <laughs> yeah, Somebody yeah, go yeah. and buy that. Then, um, but if I know you, just tell me. Like, you already done business with me a couple of times. And then we just get it for you. As soon as the day come. And you, we had already negotiated a price prior. You just come with your brand. Nice. Okay. The thing about it is, like, all right, for example, we got the patent leather bread ones coming out later this year in December. That is one of the biggest drops of the year. I already have, I, I'm already scared about if I could meet the demand of pre-orders I got. So, you have to just hope that you can get them retail or hope that you can get them wherever. Yeah. Because <laughs> be- you might you might end up asking yourself out buying one of them resale and then you end up not making money off of that whole... I'll do it though sometimes okay. just to keep a certain customer happy. Like some of my top customers, if I didn't get it size, I might just pay a reseller and just give it to them for what I got it for. Just just to keep everybody happy. Gotcha. You know? Trap your sneakers. It's crazy. I I never imagined that. I you should read Shoe that. Dog if you haven't already. You said what? You should read Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's by Phil Knight, the um the guy who started Nike. Huh. He was selling he was selling um uh tiger shoes. It was a Japanese running shoe. Um, before he was selling Nike, he was selling uh tiger shoes out of his crib. But he was finessing like the Japanese people, telling them like. He had like an actual store and like everything, and they were like, "All right, bet we're gonna give you like, like twenty four hundred, like not twelve hundred sneakers or some crazy shit, some, or maybe like eight hundred. But he went his way up, and they and then they eventually found somebody found out that um there was like an actor who had like a license to sell Tiger wrestling shoes, and he heard about somebody selling Tiger shoes in America, so 
he like called Tiger up. He reached reached out to Tiger and basically started a beef saying, yo, you you giving sneakers to this kid who lives in his house and is selling them out his garage. So you think it's a store and it's not. And Phil Knight That's actually huge. made enough bread. Like he teamed up with somebody who was really like passionate about like Tiger running shoes, like running because there was really no crazy running shoes at the time. So like um, Phil Knight just found this dude who was real passionate about it and when he went to fucking japan again to meet these dudes because they stopped sending him the sneakers and he ended up finding out it was because of this dude who basically snitched on him and they were like yo you need a fucking store to save shit and he basically like i guess he had enough bread from selling so many fucking kicks that he had the dude that was passionate about the running shoes and was always writing to him like this guy was like basically in his dm back then in his mailbox sending him <laughs> shit and it was like yo bro stop sending me shit i don't even like you like this shit more than i do like i'm just trying to make my bread he let that guy run the the store in san francisco nice. and that's, that's what it you was the do, first though. yeah it was called uh, yeah you gotta get the people with the passion yeah it was called blue ribbon sports that was a, that was the first nike store blue ribbon sports and then he had to like they then tiger stopped fucking with him and he had to like really figure out like he made nike from that basically because yeah. they 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 were trying to stop him they were trying to like stop him from selling their shit right basically so you should read it bro it's a good story it's, um that goes in like so one of my philosophies like i always say you got to go there to go there like yeah we took a we did a lot of <laughs> if you really know me i done done a lot of little hustles trying to do this hustle that hustle trying to find one that's going to hit and from whenever you go there you learn a little bit, you take your L's, whatever, and then you go there and you just keep going up. Right. And that story actually reminds me of like when me and my brother, we was talking about like, yo, why do we even need these dudes? Like, why can't we just get the J's from Nike? And then we I doing research around that. It takes a lot. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot. <laughs> you need a store, number one. That they is went through problem. it, yeah. Yeah, you need a store. So they're not just going to sell you sneakers from your crib. Yeah. Yo, because it's funny because that's the, the guy that started Nike knows what's up. He's like, yo, yeah, I'll give niggas a shot, but y'all ain't going to run the game how I ran the game. That's crazy. Yeah, he tries to, he closes the door behind him, essentially. He's like, all right, fuck it. I'm yeah, like, going to do his own way. <laughs> I, I respect that because he, he created that way. People trying yeah. to ride his way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes that sense. That took mad work. He's busting his brain. Now I'm, I'm finessing the Japanese plug. I'm how to hustle the kicks in the local area. Like he had to do some groundwork. Yeah, yeah. You see how you were saying like people from Jersey were um, like people were going to line up for that dude's kicks with the, that are behind you. That's yeah. how basically it was for Tiger Shoes. That it's like you got people really pulling up to Oregon, like to get That's these kicks. That's great. So word. I think you should read it, bro. Definitely. Like, it's just I feel like you, the shit the shit you got going on, bro. Like, you definitely got a great cool? mindset. Shoe dog, shoe dog. Phil Knight. Yeah, you can always look up the the Nike book, basically. Yeah, Nike book. Yeah, yeah. Shoe dog. I check that out. So right. you know, so I know you do a lot. You sell a lot more than sneakers. So were you forced against other game or where people yeah. ask you for handbags and shit? Like, how did that go? Yeah. So, uh, so I moved in with my fiance and whatnot, and uh, she was telling me about what the ladies like. You know what I mean? And my first four days, because I was telling her, like, I was getting tired of working 
with these GS sneakers. Like these grade school size sneakers, the small sizes don't be selling like the men's size. Mm-hmm. And I hate getting stuck with them. So I would tell them like, yo, I'm about to dub these GS sneakers. I ain't selling these girls. Like they always be acting funny when I'm trying to do deals anyway. Yeah. So I'm gonna put a pin like, in that because I sent a girl your way too. I'm trying, I'm gonna put a pin in that to see if she did she actually cop? Yes. Okay. She was great. And she's okay. actually become like definitely a part of magazine mafia. Nice. All right, copy. Go ahead. Go she's ahead. Cool. She's cool. Um, and that was a funny, that's a whole funny story. I was like, yo, she's trying to tell me me yeah. having yeah. <laughs> money. In I had to life. let you know she wasn't like that. She's not that type of type to such shut you up or nothing like that. Man. She's not like nah, that. that's how to get you, man. Yeah. How to set a girl like, yo, come meet me in the lobby. Nah. <laughs> but uh uh well, I lost my train of thought. No, you were talking, talking about how you try to sell the GS sizes. And oh, yeah, I was trying to sell in the GS sizes. So she's trying to tell me, like, what girls like. So first I tried the Ivy Park. Ivy Park was dropping that Icy Park collection where they had Gucci Man. Yeah. And, like, <clears throat> it was going up. So it was all right. Like, I made some sales. It didn't hit like how I thought. But then she was like, yo, you need to tell for our bags. When we hit the tell for our bags, we started selling tell for our bags early. So when we hit the tell for our bags, it just started going crazy. Like that was a hitter. Like yeah. you couldn't, I didn't realize how girls were treated or women were treated. They mm-hmm. was treating it like Jays. Now they love that shit, bro. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, some of them began the little one. I'm like, yo, this bag is mass more. You really like this shit? Like this shit is crazy, bro. <laughs> that was my first thing. I was like, yo, this can't carry nothing. <laughs> yeah, can't. Carry nothing. <laughs> girls love that shit, though. <laughs> yo. Where's the utility? Like, it can't carry nothing. Not but, yet. Yeah, it's true, though. My sister did, does the sneaker resale shit. Now she does the Telfair bag. So I'm like, damn. Like, once you said that, I'm like, damn, this is a real thing. Like, this this is a real yeah. game. Like, it's kind of like the drug game. Like, damn, like, niggas are selling Xanax and then the Adderall is in. It's like, whoop, niggas got perks and Adderall. So it's what it is. <laughs> literally, literally, all the markets are the same. Like, all the markets are the same. That's what it's just, it's just different products. That's what I'm like. When we started... When we started doing that, at least in our area, nobody else was. So we just started killing them. And now we're known for that. So women will come reach out to us, asking us if we got different colors in them. Mm, so that was dope. And then now we added Brandon Blackwood. Brandon Blackwood coming up crazy. You know, his brother went to Wheaton, okay? Brandon Blackwood? Yeah, his, his little brother went to Beacon, Wheaton. Oh. No. Nah. Yeah. Are you? No, no, nah, nah, this is under me. After me. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's a whole other thing. Um, yeah, that's crazy. But um, you ever get stuck with product? Are you talking about the GS size you tied up? You ever like do you have a back you ever like a bunch of products that you just can't get rid of, can't sell? Like how you get that? That's what separates big dogs from the little dogs. You just right. <laughs> that's why I said things could go broke because this is not a game for everybody. Like, yeah. all right. I'll give you an example. We bought um, a ton of those, uh, what they call them? Like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fives last year, them pur- white and purple fives. Nobody wanted them shits. We could not get rid of them. Damn. It's like, what the hell do we do? Because you don't want to take no losses. So eventually for me, when I'm stuck with product, uh, it goes two ways. N- uh one back in the day once i'm in the black and i'm already deep in the black enough fuck it we just liquidate it yeah just liquidate it on stock x yeah like uh 
it's all money in now. We've already made more than we spent. Facts. But now I try to be selective so that when I buy sneakers, even at the lowest end, if I liquidate it, it's going for what I got. I spent out or more. So you never like lose. You say you're never gonna miss out. You know, I mean, you may not make profit, but at least you're just breaking even. Yep. For sure. So like, man, my money back. It's all good. Okay. The GSs get funny with that though. That's why I'm like the GSs. Could the value go down, <laughs> or you won't get you won't get your money back? Yeah, yeah. Because the GS is like, I can't keep size eleven. I can't mm-hmm. keep size 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. Forget it, it's gone. Yeah. There's too much people in the network now where the mounts, even if we get a couple of pairs of those sides, it's still gone. That's fire. That's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have, but then you get a size 8 or a size 4.5 or a size 6. You know what I mean? These, these sizes be sitting. Yeah. So. What about, Stock- what about StockX, though? But that's what I'm saying. StockX is a funny game because StockX, is. let's say like, let's say uh, Jordan is going for retail on StockX because it's not going up. So it's going for like two, 206. That's the retailer's is generally. That'll be like one pair. <laughs> that's one pair, right? 206. Yeah. Now when StockX get a cut in shipping fee, you get back 180. Mm. Oh, buddy. So you lost bread. Pay 206 for this. How I got back 180. So you gotta get shit out. They the GameStop of sneakers. Yeah, they gotta get a cut. Everybody gotta get a Damn. cut. They're not doing nothing for free. I mean, yeah, they gotta val- they gotta low key ship it to this person, validate it, make sure shit is real, and then ship it back to this person, and then. But that's why I don't like something. Like whales can manipulate the market. So, like for example, if I got ten pairs of this and you got one. I could put my price at 206 for a couple of pairs mm. and you taking an L. I'm just like, whatever. And then when later on in the game, I sell the ones for the high and things like that. Like yeah. the market can be manipulated by the wells. Just keep that. Just like the stock market. It's called stock X for a reason. That's already a stock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause like some stuff is breaking on release. Mm-hmm. That would have never happened before. Like how is it at retail or below when it came out? Yeah, because they have enough for they can just do that. They can afford that. Yeah. Or it's like the person, they know that the person trying to buy it. If you're buying it from StockX, you, it says 206, you're paying 230. StockX is taking bread from both sides. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. So um, two, or, two more things on magazine. So first of all, Brandon, right? So how you even landed on the whole picture of smile the Santa Claus had, like, that's a perfect. That's a perfect picture because nobody's doing it, but that's funny. So how do you land on that? Uh, the Jay Z Santa hat. Yeah. I just I just thought it was symbolic, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was symbolic of the culture. Like, what is more rare and dead stock and dope than Jay Z in a Santa hat? Yeah. <laughs> you will never see Jay Z smiling in He'll a Santa hat ever again. He will nice. never do this again. This that's is a like a, <laughs> a real dead stock. <laughs> that's definitely. So um, I just thought of that and I just went with it and people liked it. Honestly, we just did a sneaker con this last weekend and people were asking to buy the hoodies that we were wearing. That's and real shit. That's good. We're like, we don't got no hoodies for sale. We just got sneakers. <laughs> so now that's how you foray into your own merch now. You got to mix it in, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. No, yeah. we sold some already. It sold out. 
And then we never restarted. And then we shouldn't. Now that I went to that sneaker con. Okay. Um, so one last question. Checks or stripes? Oh, checks. I'm going with checks. Checks 100%. Yeah. Happy. Yeah, I'm going with checks. So I kind of went backwards. We started with the Funko BK and then we went to Magazine Kicks, but you was doing Icon TV from like, what, 2013? What, not even, not 2013, that's OD. Uh, like 2017 type shit. Something like that. Yeah, 2017 we started, yeah. Because I'll say that's like right after I graduated. So how did that come about? Because I know you, and you had like a whole army doing that shit with you. That's a whole yeah. thing too. Honestly, yeah. Um, Icon TV came about... Uh, so as as you know, but folks may on a y'all may not know Pope in twenty. I was rapping, so I'm. Rapping. They know, they know, they know. They see oh, your show. No. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, he said that. I'm rapping as hard as I can. I'm spending bread in this shit, and it's so hard to get exposure. And we watching the game and seeing how it is. And at a time, for local New York City artists, a lot of the to promotions out, Grind or Starve, and all the things that was actually had a little uh, traction around it. It was actually to pay to perform basically for nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like major stage almost in a way. Major stage and all mm-hmm. those places. Yeah, exactly. That's another one. That's a yeah. good one. You And and it's a funny, shicey game where like people perform and leave and then the whole crowd leave with them. Like, yeah. So like... And they, take, really, and they they charge you for a bunch of tickets that you didn't use all of them. Like, that's a whole other thing. Yo, that was that wickedness. The ticket model was, I, that was prior to the pay to perform model, which I thought the ticket model was horrendous. Like, the dudes doing that, I remember them trying to ask me to buy tickets and I never would have bought the ticket. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was really tough. It was really tough for New York, New York local artists because New York is a place where they hate first and then they fiend later. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the culture. That's how we operate. Absolutely. They, 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 and they fiend when they see everybody else is on it. It's not even like, a, you know, I fiend because it's genuine interest. Like, oh, everybody like this? Like a sheep mentality almost. Hey, first fiend later. <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's okay. So now I was like, yo, it was painful. It's a painful problem. And that's what I learned. I listened to a dude who started up some uh, like digital native companies that went public. And he's talking about how to start a business, you have to find a problem that's painful. And I felt that this was painful. So when you identify a problem that's painful, such as cancer, you create a product like glasses, people will pay for something like that because it helps them against something that's painful. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so what can we create? Like, well, how can I create something um, that will help to solve that problem? and people will be willing to pay for. And initially we started with the interviews. So we started interviewing artists because we was interviewing artists, we wanted the audience to like fall in love with the artists again. Like not the clout, not the hype. Yeah. These are people who are different. Yeah. You're doing things you can't do. So we started with that and we showcased and then we had a videographer who was working for BBC a black brother working for BBC, Tristan Daly, shout out to the team. Um, and he's giving us super high quality um, for a local. Tristan spit now, right? He's, I saw him at, what is yeah. yeah, he's always spit. Don't yeah. sleep. He's multi-talented. He's yeah. a multi-talented brother. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
and that started getting like we started on Facebook, we was getting thousands of views. Um, and that was really cool. Uh, then we started doing events. I think 20, late 2017, maybe early 2018, we did our first event. Because mm-hmm. uh, every artist that we talked to said they wanted opportunities to perform. Like that was a saturation of most of the questions. So we had to give them a platform for that. And, but we wanted them not to have to pay. It makes no sense. Like we had to find another way to make people pay. Mm-hmm. So you're like selling tickets to a show almost. Exactly. We started yeah. with trying to make people buy tickets, which also was tough because people don't want to pay for tickets to see a local person. They'll pay for tickets to a party, but even then they don't want to pay for a ticket to a party. Mm-hmm. So, and what we quickly learned from doing these events and interviews, a lot of these artists might have a lot of views, but they can't bring real people out. Yep. And that's something I'm big on, bringing real bodies in a space. So... Because it's all, I mean, I mean, it's funny because like you look at views. I mean, we obviously we're doing this thing right now, right? So we're big on numbers. We're looking at views. We're looking at all this. But it's like, um, you know, we can have crazy views, but it's a product master views, number one. And it's like, not only that, it's like, okay, are real life people trying to be on this or are, are real life people engaged? And then, you know, you got comments here and there, but it's like just building that up. And sometimes it takes a while. It takes years. Sometimes for some people it's like overnight, but it's like. But see, with a podcast, it's a unique space because if you build up a community, like you're doing the the hard work right now, like you get over the hump of building up an audience, it forever artists will want to come on your platform Mm -hmm. because you're giving them a wide audience to speak. Yeah, that's a subscription's coming. Exactly. So like that's when the sponsors come in. That's when it's you, people are hunting you down. Mm -hmm. So it's like once you get over that, if it's like a some type of like chart, once you get over that hump, it's just gonna shoot up. Boom. Yeah. And in the way, the I mean, I, I can't even speak to demand, but the demand is there because people want to be on. But it's like we had to. We're also like trying to figure out. I mean, this is a whole nother conversation, but we're transparent on our podcast anyway. Uh, we're also trying to figure out like what's the next thing or the next value. So that's a instant conversation. But you was talking about having people in person and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, well, I've got <laughs> thoughts on that too, but uh, uh, you could you, you can add to, but I just oh, I yeah, cut no, you off. I, I had to cut you off. To I, I've I've listened to your podcast for a few years now, at least two years. It's been out. Yeah. Now. I, I watch it on YouTube. You, yeah, yeah. But, um, I, and I'm a podcast listener, so I'm on the train listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? I've been listening to podcasts before it was like a thing. So I would say, yeah, I need segments like like with brilliant idiots. I always know they're going to do like, is this brilliant or is it an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I see you came out with like a top five thing the other day and I'm like, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, give me some segments. I'm it's, funny you, it's funny you say that because that's literally the conversation we're having where we just, we just started shooting a few segments. I told you smile because that's exactly what we're doing now. Like, yeah, that, I like that. This shit. is the 18th episode. <laughs> it's been a while, but it's been a, it's just the 18th episode. We're starting to like move to segments and stuff like that because we feel like shorter things to keep people engaged and like have add more character to the each of us. Because right now it's the three of us on the pod, so it's like, how do we yeah. add a little flair for the each of us? Yeah, give me some some visionary shit for the week, some vibing shit. Yeah. <laughs> but now uh, it's been dope to like have guests though because like we get to learn, you know what I'm saying, and just you know, get to listen to like-minded people too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very refreshing. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah. And for me, it's like, yo, nobody asked me about this shit. Like, we really doing this shit. Like, yeah. There's no blueprint. Me and my brother, we in there trying to think of the next thing to do, next thing to do. So it was like, it's interesting for me to even have to vocalize this interesting process. That's dope. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we was doing, we was doing events. Then we realized we got to find another way to get money because people are not going to be paying tickets for these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we started, we realized we had to, um, we focused more on the bar. So like, let's make this free. Let's promote as hard as we can. And, and let's try to make drinks. money from other income sources in the spot. Like, let's have some vendor tables and let's make some money off the bar. And let's just, you know what I mean? And that worked. That worked a lot for us. Yeah. Because if you're a local dude and you're like, yo, just come tonight, it's free. People going to want to drink. Me. People going to want to do something when they do. Yeah. All right. And you could get somebody to come watch you perform for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, our biggest party to date was last year on Fourth of July, um, where we had artists perform all the good stuff. We always have artists perform. Mm-hmm. We try to curate a small lineup, maybe three artists. Um, and it was a crazy party on a rooftop, but then we were shut down for a whole year. Yeah. But I mean, that was right. during pet. You know, still during the pandemic though. So yeah, that was definitely illegal. <laughs> oh, shit. but it was so dope it was so dope it was we had like four djs um we had a girl doing fire belly dancing it was fireworks uh we had games up there like giant jenga nice. twister and it was packed the bar sold out like it was the best party i can remember like even going to really realistically so and then we had to shut down. Like we had, it was like full on. So we came back now and we're trying to build our audience back. Mm-hmm. That's the new process, just staying consistent. Because one thing I know is in this game, there's always highs and lows. You just mm-hmm. got to be consistent. Facts. Um, so with Icon TV, you was, um, so with the artists you started off with, like who is like the biggest artist you interviewed or had a chance to meet with or break to the world? So we were around Fabio Forum for a few, like a while, like a mm-hmm. couple couple months. We were just... And that was before, and that was before Big Drip. That was before all that, right? Mm, like right when Big Drip came out, like around mm. the time Big Drip came out. Mm. So my cousin was around him before that. Okay. Because uh, my cousin was managing Ether to Connect, who had the song Waka. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, Fabio Foreign is on that track, and they all um, 800 Foreign side. Yeah. So we came around. It was my cousin's birthday. We just happened to, he's like, yo, just come out tonight. We didn't even know what was going over there, but it ended up being with Fabio and them. And then we went to like a show in uh, Connecticut. But from there, we was around Fabio. Was it Connecticut or upstate? Mm-hmm. But from there, we was around them for a few, like, just covering like their their shows and shit. It was just lit. They nice. were really they were really blowing up before our eyes. This shit was crazy. Um, we also uh, was around the Pop Out Boys. Mm-hmm. We interviewed the Pop Out Boys. Uh, they their their biggest song is "We Outside." Everybody know their song. Yeah, yeah. Outside is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, they got signed to Hancho Records, Quavo. Nice. Um, yeah, that was cool. 
uh, we interviewed either to connect, of course, either to connect uh, Waka, huge record. He did a remix with Waka Flocka. Uh, we got footage. Waka Flocka gave us a shout out. Like, shout out. Oh, yeah, I, I actually so seen that. that. I seen the Waka Flocka. Yeah. So, yeah, no. so that was that's cool. crazy. So yeah, does that, that how does that translate? So you had that going for a bit, and obviously COVID such a down because I was moving with events and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, kind of we was getting, yeah. So how um so is it just like fuck are we gonna get back in there or do you have any type of connections with these people? Like not like they can not that's not that's not that's not the purpose. The purpose is not necessary to like go with them, but I just want to get a sense of like how you build well, back. It's interesting again. because like the reason why we didn't. It was rushing back to Icon TV because Icon TV was wasn't like doing those things wasn't making no bread. Mm. Like magazine kicks makes real bread, fans. Yeah. Like pay for real shit. <laughs> like this, it was like making money, but not no real money with these parties. You know what I mean? So it was it it was interesting because like we I wanted to come back in and figure out a way where we can turn up because like. You could be around these celebrities, but you're not really making the money they're making. The money yeah. they're performing, eh? Yeah. So, like, I want to get celebrity coverage. It only brings attention to our brand. It only brings more people to our event. Mm-hmm. Really, where it's at is giving the local artists a uh, platform to perform at the local events, um, giving them media coverage, and the celebs. Any celebs, we always gonna like. That's just lit shit that is coming with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But we gotta kind of lock in on what we do and build that up so recently we got a residency at a bedside our house yeah i was about so to ask you i was about to ask you about that um are yeah. how, how connected you are to the to best um, house. so the owner i used to work for him when i was a teacher um and he 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 opened up the space he used to have a space in harlem now he opened up in bedside uh i used to live in bedside um so now we plugged in i did an event there for my birthday Everything went well, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to be, Icon TV is going to be doing um, Iconic Saturdays once a month there, every yeah. month. Um, yeah. So every third Saturday, we're going to be doing different events. Definitely going um, to pop out. Yeah, no. All y'all pop out. <clears throat> Excuse me. All y'all pop out. Uh, if you miss one, come to the next one. That's the beauty of it. Um, we got in November, we're going to be doing a karaoke, Iconic Karaoke too. Uh, and we, it's going to be for a couple's night, you know what I mean? Come through with your lady mm-hmm. and have some fun, get some drinks, sing. Uh, it's going to be good vibes. And Pope loves to sing. That nigga Pope can sing, low key. Yo, Pope. Like, Light skin Drake shit. He, that, yeah. that nigga capping, but I'll definitely <laughs> pull up. I'll definitely this, pop out. We got a good crowd. They're going to show you love, especially if you can sing. Then they're going to go crazy. <laughs> hey, if, I, if I drink enough, I'll try, you know? Yo, bro, I always tell people there's only there's two types of karaoke performers, real singers and performers. If you can't sing, perform your ass off. And we'll be on the performer side. <laughs> All right, just perform. Shit, Poker right. come perform a song, one of his own songs. No cat. No cat. We we was thinking about that. Like, are we gonna actually have performances during karaoke? Yeah. I'm still on the fence. Like, and listen, um, both both of them do so, both of them make music. So if you still interview artists anyway, you want to break new artists of the world. How about them? I would okay. So I got one question: Can y'all bring people from the city and the Bronx to Brooklyn? Yeah, exactly hell yeah. What it's about? Yeah, yeah. Most people yeah. I got like, nowadays being live in Brooklyn. That's cool. <laughs> like that's what it's about right now. Like all these artists, 
I see in all these views, I want people to really bring people out because my crowd will turn up for people. People really go and get drinks and shit. Like it's really, it's as lit as you make it. You know what I mean? If you could bring out 10 people, Pope bring out 10 people. I'm already going to bring out 40, 50 people, 60 people, whatever. Then now we got a hundred people in the spot and it's, and it's, it's left it's, for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then nice. we coming with the cameras and the lights and the production and all that. You don't even got to worry about photos or nothing. Yeah, we got to lock in for sure. Yeah, no, let's get it. Let's get it. Because sure. we work with we work with artists that have been went up. Because we that's the thing with the interviews and shit. We don't. There's many artists that want interviews. Still here to suffer interviews, but we only interview artists we feel that's going to make it. <laughs> you don't feel like you're going to make it. <laughs> you're not going to interview. So how how you determine that? Like how you know who gonna make it? Because like if somebody yeah. saw Favi five years ago, they may not have thought they didn't have known. Yeah, but if you, you ask Favi, he person you knew Favi was gonna make it. Okay, okay. Favi would had ultimate confidence in itself. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like you know you gonna it's, it's you know that. Like if you ask Favi five years ago or ten years ago, he, he said I was gonna make it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he when I first met him, he was already he had just got signed, so he was already feeling himself. But like. He knew, like, he, like, I'm not surprised he's on Kanye shit, ripping it up. I'm mm-hmm. not surprised. Story, story time, his new shit, like, Favi, I was telling, I was telling you, Billy, he the next camera. You was saying that. You and look how that. big he getting, bro. I was, I, was in your, I was in your crib, you told me all about Favi. I'm like, I'm listening, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, because <laughs> it's about swag, bro. Even from college, you know I was about that. You, you could rap your ass off, rap like Kendrick. I don't care. I need to feel the energy. I need to know. It's the shit gotta be swag. Like <laughs> I don't know. That's what it's about in this game today. This is not the '90s. This is not the early 2000s. Nah, now music is definitely about feeling. Like your shit gotta, like people gotta feel your shit, or your shit gotta really be like on some, like. Jiggy, not jiggy. I wouldn't want to say jiggy shit, but it really got a hit in a way because it's you know like we older now. Like I don't know how old you are, but it's like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm noticing like a lot of different vibes. It gets a it got to be a vibe. Like the vibes are popping right now. Even if it's on some mellow shit, like it don't matter. It has to like it got to hit. Like it got to be swaggy. Like if you look at some of the new artists, like uh, Gold Gold Link, and like. like even some of those like alternative type rap dudes, like um, what's Kendrick cousin name? Uh, Baby King. Oh, J Rock. Baby, Baby, Baby King. King. Like oh, Baby King. You gotta be swaggy, no matter what you're doing. Like that's a part of the game right now. Mm-hmm. You know. You either ultra talented. I mean, not to say the other thing isn't talented, but you either ultra like technical with it, or I mean, even the ultra a lot of ultra technical niggas don't make it. But nope. like like you said, it's, it got, it's all about the feel. It's all about the energy, and everybody got to be like, yeah. Well, I like technical is is what you think about it as because I look at Trippy Red as technical, like, but mm. people wouldn't think that because of how his music sounds. But if if you ask Trippy Red to spit like really rap, bro, like he can really fucking rap. Like not saying his shit, he's not rapping, but I'm saying he's more harmony and like you know. Son, he he's into the sonic sound. He's hit or miss for me. I see why he got a place in the game. Yeah, yeah, but he, exactly that's what I'm saying. So, like in that aspect, he's technical because he knew that would work. But he, he knew, could he really rap if he wanted himself. to. 
Like he yeah. found a name for himself that like, like love song, melodic, like I, I'm not, he got a sound. He got this like love song, melodic bounce sound with it. He got mm-hmm. something. Right. Yeah, definitely seen him spit before. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know he could do that. So shout out to Trippy Red. I've been listening shout to shout out Trippy Red. Red. Shout Trippy out Trippy Red. Red. He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. What new artist <laughs> are you listening to? Right now, who I'm listening to? I ain't even really listening to a lot of new people, honestly. Honestly, I haven't mm-hmm. really been like um new people. Like I listen to the new albums that come out. I gave him a chance, but I've been in my own little world listening to a lot of different stuff. Like, especially since I've been DJing, but again, with Icon TV, mm-hmm. I had to get back in the lab and really open up my ears again. So I've been listening to a lot of Afro beats, mm-hmm. listening to like, uh, I've been listening to a lot of James Blunt lately. <laughs> That's your beautiful. Yeah, yes. That <laughs> album is a classic album. Check it out, Back to Bedland. It's a classic album. Um, he was talking about being high on that song too. People don't realize. He said, like, "You see it in my eyes, and I was." No, you got the, this, you actually talks about being high, bro. Listen to the album. Really, you need to go to karaoke, bro. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> definitely. Yes, you ready? Put on I'll the have to be, I'll have to be not myself to do that. I had to Uber home. Like, I couldn't even. Bro, drive, are you like, serious, bro? <laughs> I'm sure you could do a little karaoke. The way I feel is that once I'm in there, everybody with me got to do one track. <laughs> Copy. Thanks. <laughs> At least one track. Like, but now, nah, um, I've been listening to, if we're looking at modern people, nobody really, nobody really hitting for me right now, to be honest with you. I listen to Baby Keem albums. I, I listen to the Drake album. It didn't even really move me like that. Donna. Had a couple joints. I listened to it a few times. Nothing really caught my ear lately. Well, your mind is not on that. I feel like you just got to, I mean, it's also where your mind is. Your mind is like, what do I need to DJ? So you're looking at all type of things that will move a crowd. And I mean, not not, not saying the new shit won't, but you're looking at DJing from like, I got to DJ this type of event, a wedding, a baby shower. Like, uh, if it's not hitting, it's not hitting. No. Yeah, it's a different type of song. Yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying too, 20. Like, if it's not hitting right I just feel like 2018 was the last good year we had in a while. Like, I didn't, I yeah. haven't been. 2019 was all right. But 2021, 2022, I mean, 20, 2020 and 2021, not a lot of projects that really I felt was like, because I'm a dude who listens to albums. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm listening to local artists. I'm listening to mainstream artists. I'm really listening. I'm listening to different genres. So I'm listening to whole albums. Who's, who would you say gave us a good whole album lately? Like, the last good whole album I liked was Tyler Creator. He had His a new shit with DJ Drama was fire. He had a great album. And it was weird. I don't even listen to Tyler Creator, but he came with it. Like, it was good. People, a lot of, I mean, I've seen people on timeline saying that's the best album. Was it this year so far? Still. I thought it was the best the album of the year. I thought it was the best album this year. It came out at the beginning of the year. And he finally won some records off of that. What, what album was better than that? And I don't like Tyler Creator, generally speaking. <laughs> nah, Tyler <laughs> Creator's been making, like, actual good music, though. Like, he's been, like, really making music lately. Like, 
it's not like the different. it's not like the um the instant oatmeal that we you know just no yeah. that was baked slow steam yeah. down well stewed yeah. it up because you know, oh my fault go ahead I was gonna say because some artists have the approach where it's like you know granted everybody like everybody has their own approach right and like you love when an artist say yo I, I make um I made twenty nine songs in three days kind of thing and that's that's great but it's also like some artists like that who make their own beats and do their own thing, blah, blah, blah. They spend a lot of painstaking hours on this shit too. Yeah. So it doesn't always equal good quality, but no. you can see that like, okay, I can tell by your album that you had, that you put a thousand hours on the song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's clear who's putting time in that shit. I mean, that, I don't, and I don't think that makes a good cake or not. Like, yeah. like you said, but like. Because Future could do it in three minutes and it'll be fire. Like, you know, Future is my favorite artist. So that don't, like, of not all genres are, like, hip-hop. So, like, that just goes to show you I'm not always looking for that. But, like, the Nas album, that's a lyrical album. King Disease 2, way better than King Disease 1. Mm. People didn't talk about it. I mm. thought about that album, too, when you, when we were, talking, when you were mentioning it. No, that was the second best album to me this mm. year. I listened in the whole album. Like, yeah. maybe yeah, she yeah, wasn't yeah. slapping like that. I would agree. Shit, if it not rap album, I'm looking at like the best out, like you know, some of the best albums out this year. To me, like other than rap, Bieber's album. I'm looking at that shit because I'm like, Bieber had some hitters on that shit. Bieber had some hits cool. on going crazy. Had some cool. on that. that shit is good. You feel me? I'm a so, fan of Bieber. Cash Cobain, Nirvana. And, yo, me too. Facts. So, I feel like he grew up around Usher, so it just rubbed off on him. <laughs> Oh, uh, who else? I guess Lil Baby and Dirk had an album that was okay. Mediocre. Um, uh, so I'm just going through my my playlist right now. Yeah, so I mean, I I can't even be mad at the Tyler because that was Central a great album. C. European artist had a good album. Never heard. Yeah, he's a drill, he's a European drill artist. Central Central C. What was that Central album called? Damn. Central Central. It was called West something. Something. Check that out. That sounds different. Wild West. Yeah, Wild West. Wild West. Yeah. Wild West. That shit is fire. That nigga might be you, bro. No, no, no. He might what? No, I'm he saying might he might be. Must look like you. Yeah. Trying to be like you. Oh yeah, Central C. Yeah. The hand tats. <laughs> yeah, he. he... He he all tatted up. I don't know where he he from like West London. He be talking about something cracking shit. I'm like, oh shit, where are you? Was out there selling crack, mom? He like two years. He's like two three years younger than us too. Something Man's in the full track suit. Hmm. Some of the food. I can only I only really to be honest. I only listen to really gigs and uh, what's the other homie? If you like gigs, you like him. Nah, uh, I have two. It's funny you said I have two um London artists I need to do again. So Getz and Dave, they dropped shit this year that I still haven't listened to. Dave shit was fire too. Conflict, conflict. Not Dave. I mean, not not fire, but like it was. It had some shit, but I was there was it kind of lost me at some moment. They're talking about some other shit, bro. You know what I mean? You're not from East London, you don't know. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It was just different. Some of the songs are like different than what he usually do. But you're right. Oh, I am okay. not from East London. Oh, You're right, okay, though. Okay. I mean, neither am I. I can't act. I'm gonna act like I'm not. Nah, nah, yeah, but what's going on over there? They probably felt that shit. They probably like, yeah. Yo, don't talk about Dave like that. <laughs> There's another artist. What's the biggest rap artist out there? His shit, me and Dom be driving to his shit. I forget his name. 
What's the nigga that Drake had a song where um had he had he won? I'm not I don't know if that's the biggest artist out there, but had he won. I forget his name. Skepta. Skepta. There oh, we go. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he, I would say he's the biggest. Oh, Skepta's nice. Yeah, Skepta's he's got it. He's nice. My folks are Skepta. No, Skepta's nice. It's undeniable. All right, so we can get into some of these other stuff right now. Some of these um these trending topics. Uh some things I've seen going on. I guess the <clears throat> the biggest thing I've seen going on today is Ben Simmons getting kicked out of practice. You know the NBA season started today. Ben Simmons got kicked out of practice. I um, got kicked out. Doc Rivers <laughs> Doc Rivers said, Hey Ben, go do a drill. And Ben was yeah. and Ben wasn't trying to do it. He said, So you might as well get out of practice then. My thing was bad, bro. Like, yeah, the nigga told you he first of all, y'all, y'all tried to, y'all, but we all knew he can't, he's not gonna shoot, he can't shoot. That's the biggest issue, Ben, whatever. Yeah, now y'all tried to trade him in the beginning of the season, he fucked up in the playoffs, and yeah. then y'all tried to trade him, and then y'all didn't get to trade him, and then he ended up telling y'all, I'm not trying to come back, trade me. And then y'all force him to come back. What you thought was gonna happen? He's not going. He don't want to be there. Y'all don't want him there. It's awkward. Yeah, there's a side of it that's like there's a side of it that's like okay, be professional, blah blah blah. But it's like, yes, professionalism is a thing. But if you don't want me, I don't want you. It's like, it's this all this. What you expect to happen? It's, a, it's like a, nah. It's, but Doc Rivers didn't. Doc Rivers come out and say he won Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah, Doc Rivers said that. They all did. They all said that, but they also. When he fucked up in the playoffs, they also made it known that, like, publicly that they wasn't trying to rock with him no more. They tried to trade him. You don't trade Ben Simmons without getting um, MB's approval or, or Doc Rivers' approval on that. Did they immediately? All right. I didn't even know it went down like that. Yeah. They tried to trade him well, this whole offseason. I'm going to say this about Ben Simmons. I get it, but it's business, Mo. Like, it's the business. You not playing, like, the next LeBron or whatever they were saying you were? Get the fuck up out of here, bro. What the fuck you thought it was? Pack your shit, especially in Philly. Like, come on, bro. And if and get a jump shot. Or so come that's back why, with a jump shot. So that's bro. why he's like, yo, he trade me. That's why he said, yo, trade me. Y'all don't want trade me. Yeah, but you can't come, you can't be pulling up like you like you're like you're better than people. Like, bro, every you know how many people have been through that same shit and had to have packed their shit, like for real, for real. Like, and they didn't like and they could actually shoot the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not the first person to go through that. And it's like He's just setting a bad example, and he's just rubbing yeah. like, bro, like, bro, you don't gotta be the corny. first person. You don't gotta be the first person to go through some facade to rub you the wrong way. I, I feel like he's not professional, though. Yeah, like he's not being professional. I feel like I he's don't like going to work like that every day and shit. You right. gotta do a job. Okay, that, all that's fair. But if my coach is, if my coach clearly doesn't want me there, if my other star player doesn't want me there. I can be so professional and they still trade me at the end of the day. So yes, that's how the business go, but I don't I don't necessarily have to give you my all if you're not gonna commit to me the same way. And if I have some pull, granted I'm only Ben Simmons, I've only been in the league for five years, but if I have some leverage, then I got some leverage, I'm gonna use it to my advantage. But you have teammates that come up and put yeah. in effort and show up to practice and show up to play and win. And, and everybody wants them there. And everybody wants them there. Yeah, but they tried to they try to embrace him and he's on some fuck you shit. That's what and I'm this saying. is another like, thing that's to get better. Like yeah. if you have fast in that practice, you need, like that's a disservice to your teammates as well. 
That's fair. And then how you look going to the next place where they know how you treat your teammates and you and how you don't take accountability to try to get better for your jump shot, bro. Like, come yeah. on. Like how you how you tell, how you tell other how you mad at other people because you don't do something and then niggas want to trade you and you mad because you don't do something. The basketball players I looked up to, the, if you talk shit about them, the next game they came out and played, they used to cook. And you'd be like, all right, trade me. Because the next people who get me going to get a ring. So what? So do what you're going to do. Not That's on true. some act like a petty-ass kid. That's all petty. Like, you're a grown-ass man and you coming through doing all this. Go to Australia with that, bro. Like, <laughs> people don't give it up like that over here, bro. Like, I'm dead. It's like, you know go to Australia. <laughs> nah, no, I feel you. I feel like he just, he didn't, like, he's not handling this in a respectable manner. That's like, what happens when you fuck with a Kardashian. Like, oh. nah. That's interesting. Nah, like Lonzo Ball, people criticize his jump shot from day one. Now they're starting to respect his shit because the numbers don't lie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's putting in the hours in the gym and his jump shot is improving. Official. The same thing. And then beyond that, it's like, even if you felt the way and you want to be traded, let it be known. Okay. But then now you got to show up and show them why you got value. Exactly. You don't show them why you like, you bitching and shit. Okay. Yeah, because you acting like garbage. People calling you garbage, then you show up acting like garbage. So what are you? Mm. I guess time will tell. I guess get a jump shot. Tell. He got to ball up. Yeah, exactly. I'm bro. not denying that. I'm not denying that he got to fix a shot. I'm not denying that he got to ball out. I'm not denying any of that. But, but if he comes to the Nets, I'm jacking him. <laughs> but I'm saying that, like, yo, at the end of the day, this is the situation how it played out. We can't ignore these other factors, too. Yeah, he got to get better. Nobody's saying Ben Simmons can't not shoot. He, yeah, he got to shoot. He got to be better. He got to be better. But at the end of the day, this is how it all played out. And they, he messed up. They kind of did him dirty. Well, I think we try to get rid of him. So, huh? He's regressing. Like, it's one thing to stay the same. You're regressing. Like, exactly. your free throw percentage is going down. You're taking less, like, you're less aggressive in the paint. Like, there's, there's all them, like, videos showing him not taking open shots and shit like that. Or, mm-hmm. Like he used to just take the contact and want to get the free throw, but now he's scared to get the free throw because he ain't hitting. Mm-hmm. Shaq is if Shaq had better free throw percentage than he than he does. That's crazy. That's you what, what I'm yeah. saying. Like you got to take some accountability in this situation. Like you're regressing. That's different. Niggas don't regress. That's all star. And to a degree, like yeah, granted, all that's all that's a personal accountability to thing that like he has to get better. But to a degree, it's like enabling too, right? So. I'm, for me, I'm looking at the organizations. Like, how has this been allowed for five years? And this doesn't culminate what's happening today. I'm not saying that, you know, they have to take the blame for Bama's personal action, but this is your player. You gave him a contract extension. Like, how do you allow this to happen for five years? That's my question. Because I think wherever, there should be a clause to wherever to, so players don't do this. Wherever I, think Lonzo, I think that's obvious. Like, he does a lot of other intangibles. The dude is fast as a horse. He's strong. He's like he's great passer, great passer, great defender, great defender, top ten defender. Yeah, like so he's not a complete scrub. It's just like bro, shoot the ball. Yeah. You can't be afraid to shoot. No, no, <laughs> yeah. it's not about you. Can't be afraid to shoot the ball because you can't be like again. He's he's great at everything, but shooting a free throw and shooting taking a jump shot in general, taking a jump shot. He can do it. My thing is too. You can't be going online taking pictures fucking shooting jump shots three-pointers and then you know what i'm saying not go not talk to the media you're just being you're being mad passive aggressive 
making three pointers saying, yeah, I can do this. So do it when there's a fucking a referee and a whistle, bro. Like, and, and your team needs you and you under the basket. Don't take no fucking three pointers. We need you to shoot, shoot the ball under the basket, not pass it with a couple seconds left. Just in general, like, it's all just like, yo, bro, you, you acting like a baby. You can't, and you can't, bro, Billy, would he be able to do that in the hood? Would he be no, would he be able no, to do no, that in no, street no, ball? No. no. So no, why can no. so why is it okay for him to do it in NBA? Because the t- the it's not okay. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, it's not okay. Worse. I'm not even. I'm not condoning that. I'm just talking about the events that led to him getting kicked out. Like nah, but I'm saying though he yeah. can do it because there's no consequences, and that's what gets me tight about it. Because he feels like all right, fuck it. And I only came back because y'all gonna take away my bread. So it's like, yo, it's all just. And, like, took, and they also, they took all his bread away. They took all everything that he missed. Like he lost some bread off of that one thing. Like so, he lost some preseason bread. He and lost now all of a sudden, bread. he bought a crib in California, and now all of a sudden he's here. So it's like, bro, I get it. Like, don't get me wrong. Ben Simmons is nice, aside from the fact that he can't shoot. But the attitude yeah. shit is just shows more. That matters more because when you go to another team, like. Bro, like, how do you think that shit's going to play out? Like, especially with, like, a James Harden or somebody like that. Like, with a James Harden and Kevin Durant, you don't need to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if he don't end up on a team like that. Apparently, um, they tried to trade Kyrie for Ben Summers way before that Kyrie vaccine thing happened. And Mm. KD said it's a dub. So Mm. that's a whole nother thing. KD said it's a dub. Yeah, Kyrie's way better. But Kyrie he, not gonna play. Kyrie not gonna play, man. As a leader, I have to decide if I want the vaccine. Yeah, when he said I'm not anti-vax. I like that when he said I'm not anti-vax. I was like, damn, bro. Like I feel you, but damn, like I'm a Nets fan. We need this ring, but I hear. I don't I hear know how that. true this is, but I saw somebody tweet today that's it was like, yo, they had Bradley Bill not vaccinated playing in Barclays. But Kyrie, <laughs> some shit like that. Like, but Kyrie, I think because he's a New York athlete, that's a whole other thing. That's hilarious. He was on the Warriors, Avery Bradley. No, I said Bradley Bill. Come, come, oh, yeah, come Bradley as a. Bill. You know how they play preseason games, type shit. Bradley Bill, word. Bradley Bill's not vaxxed? That was something I saw today on Twitter. I don't know how true it is. I didn't. I didn't double check that. Another thing with another top pick. Benson was number one pick, right? So another number one pick. Situation he's going through DeAndre Ayton, he didn't get a contract extension. That's um, he, he tried to get a five year max. They was like, nah, how about a three year max? And then they was and then he was like, nah, it's a dub. I want the five year max. Um, so yeah, that's a little situation they're going through. And Chris Paul, everybody know that Chris Paul was saying throughout the playoffs, we must get DeAndre back. We must get DeAndre Ayton the bag this summer. That's all Chris Paul was saying. So I guess he ain't get the bag. Damn Phoenix. That's crazy. I feel like Phoenix is valid for that. You think they've not they wilding for that? No, valid. Okay. That's, that's, that's a good move on their part. Mm-hmm. He still gets paid. The young brother gets money like he never seen. Mm-hmm. It's still a max contract. So that means that on his resume, he's due for other max deals. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the buy-in to Aiden is risky. His growth over these years, his maturation has been slow. So I'm a, yeah I'm gonna say this like I'm never one to say like oh take money out of people's mouth but he only was relevant last year with Chris Paul and the team spoon feeding him yeah you know? and honestly he was relevant in a Capella type role like 
Like he's not really, he's not creating a ton for himself. He got a little mm-hmm. mid-range, which separates him from most. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the plays are, are off offensive rebounds or alley-oops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And he also had that steroid thing last year. People forget about that. Yo, I forgot about that. You're right. <laughs> Hey, yo, what are you talking about? No, I, I remember now. Now I remember what you're talking about. Nah, that's yeah. OD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, before the before um the season got stopped because of COVID, everybody forget that he was he was he, he putting that needle in his vein. Yeah. <laughs> He no said way. he didn't know what he was taking or something like that. Nah, he took the steroids, Roy. I don't know what it was. It was PD. It was something performance enhanced. I don't know if it was the steroids. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I'm exaggerating. You know, but definitely PDs, though. Yeah, definitely PDs. He wasn't supposed to take it regardless. Yeah, that's crazy. I forgot about that. His PR team is good. Yeah, bro. I mean, so COVID would do that. Yeah, they made that go away. Um, I was gonna do two early pre um NBA season awards, but we've been gone for a while. Also, like it's probably a little too early to do that. Maybe let a week go by first before we do the two early NBA season awards. So we're gonna do that next. Um, two random things, two more random things, and we can close out. Oh no no no! Hold on, preseason things. How, you, let's uh, talk about some. You, 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 you know, you, I have. You, you know what I, I'm gonna mention? I think it's too early, but go ahead. Go ahead. No nah, no, nah, you know what I'm gonna mention? Go ahead. The fact that and tomorrow is going. I don't know what the score is today. Let's check the score because that. Oh no, nah, they about to play tonight. The Lakers and the Warriors. Indeed, Warriors. Warriors right was giving them the business in the preseason. Let's yeah. see what it counts. Lakers ain't, Lakers ain't won one game preseason, but that's okay. Neither did the Bucks last year. Yo, we didn't Westbrook. Know what it is. Yeah, it's Lakers Nation, <laughs> man. Westbrook. This shit don't matter. Westbrook. After that. Westbrook matter. We got shooters. We're about to turn over with King. We're about the finals. Yeah, that nigga had like 10 turnovers the other Listen, day. Listen, he's the anti-finals. <laughs> nigga, Westbrook said, uh, what he said? He said, shit, I'll turn that bitch over 15 times. It won't matter. Nobody can stop me. <laughs> he said that shit. What? It was that's pre- why. Because he, he said it's preseason. Issues. He said it's preseason. He said, nobody can turn that bitch over 15 times. It won't matter. Nobody can stop me. I was but like, he's the turnover king, like, though. <laughs> it's all good. We got LeBron. Westbrook. This no, is no, no, no. LeBron is the man, but LeBron is going to get, he's going to start getting frustrated with him and he's going to holla at him. I like, feel like everybody <laughs> falling in line with LeBron except Kyrie in his career so far. Yeah, but Westbrook yeah. is a different person. So let's that. see. I won't say, I, I won't say that. he will or won't, but yeah. I would actually agree with that 100%. Um, so, I mean, if you want to do, do um, NBA awards to her, like who's the MVP, you want to do that right now? Because it's kind of early for that, but do you want to do that? No, crickets. I'm with it. Fuck it. Are you gonna announce like we're we're, we're predicting? We're yeah, we're predicting. So we have to we have to stick, stick to this at the end of the year. We all gonna play this back. Ready? No, 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 no. Bet you wowing. I bet, 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 bet. We could just announce it. Like just you know what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. We just hold it up. We can hold back on that. Um, what is the worst? MVP. Okay. Hmm. I would say MVP this year goes to it's I'm going with Kevin Durant. Okay. I'm gonna say Joel. Joel Embiid. 
Damn, bro, that was a good one. Kevin Durant was a good one. AD. Like, you could pick. You could pick KD that. too. No, no, no. For me, it's it's definitely KD or I'm trying to think of who's gonna have a good record though. Because I'm thinking like Luca. I think not. Nah, Giannis not gonna win another one, but he got a jump shot now, bro. So it's like I see him good. run up and pull up. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Off of the off of the jump off of the tip off of the jump ball, he just popped the three. I'm saying, what are you doing, Giannis? Stop. Yeah, he playing next, like Chris Middleton a little bit. Next year is over. If now, nah, if Gian, I'm not even worried about this year. Next year is over for the league. Giannis gonna be the best player in the league. Mark my words. That's yeah. very likely, very possible. Yeah, very possible. God damn, they picked him just now. Word, but Kevin Durant, I'm gonna go with KD. Okay, so KD, that's three. KD. I guess who was yours, really? That's an MB. That's a Joel MB. That's not a bad pick. I thought he was gonna be it last year. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel like that's um that's not going for him. And if Ben leaves or whatever, he's gonna have to pick up a lot of slack. So his numbers gonna be crazy if he can stay healthy. Yo, if Ben goes to the Warriors, that would be crazy too. That would be a got, perfect place for they him. They got man. a lot of place that I mean they got a lot of pieces on their team that they could give up. It's not gonna yeah. Be. The only question about that is like, does Draymond stay too? Because it's like yeah, okay, yeah, okay. To, to make to, Luka. Draymond is the perfect person to get at and Ben Simmons. Yeah. Because he's not gonna let him play no none of that shit he's playing right and now. And honestly, Ben Simmons could play center on the Warriors. Yeah. He could play center. Nah, that, that's cap. He could play center on the Warriors. Yes, he can. Six ten. Boy, him and Wiseman in the rotation is crazy. Maybe a small ball lineup, maybe a small ball, but not starting line. I mean, the Warriors is kind of small right now. Um, Looney, how tall is Looney? And Wiseman injured, right? Pretty big though. Okay. Like big body. Let's see. I, I think I think it's on small ball lineups. Like it only matters if can he guard the center. He can guard the center. I feel like that's really all that matters at this point. So and he don't got to shoot. <laughs> and he don't got to shoot. You can take a if he takes it. Um, paint if he takes it paint to paint. Everybody's gonna have to guard somebody in the Warriors who can shoot. And his son is left guarding him. It's going to be very awkward for other teams. That sounds good, but I don't know how that will play out in practical, practicality. Okay. I'm imagining to do like his own counterpart, like Embiid on him. Embiid looks huge compared to him. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Okay, so we got MVPs out the way. So defensive player of the year, which is a harder thing to kind of rank. Mm, yeah, that's Giannis. a tough one. Giannis. I'm going to go with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. <laughs> what about you, Pope? What about you, Pope? Oh, Giannis. Giannis. Um, I'm going to say Giannis, too. So that's three Giannis and the Ben. Yeah, I'm throwing a curveball there. He was okay. third in voting last that'll year. Be, I mean, if he, if funny, because that will be the way he does get his revenge. I mean, it's still going to be funny because we're like, oh, no, you're still not shooting. But that's that'll be the way he does get his revenge. Like, I'm yeah. worth something. Yeah, that would show a ton of value because like, yeah. I think – that would be a huge statement for me. Mm-hmm. Um, rookie of the year. I don't know if y'all familiar with the rookies. Rookie of the year. Oh, that's easy. Boy out of Detroit, Jalen. Jalen, not the one on. Um, okay, so that's Jalen Cunningham. Um, K Cunningham. Sorry, K Cunningham. On Detroit. Oh, I don't know rookies, man. I was about to say the same shit. I don't know any of them little kids. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say, say Green on the um Jalen Green on the Rockets. I was saying him. That's what I was talking about, Jalen. Oh no, nah, Cunningham, but he's on the Rockets. Cunningham is on the 
Oh, I meant Rockets. I said yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Right? East no, Detroit. Right. Yeah. So Cater's yeah. on the Rock. Yeah. So we got from out of the the gate, the G League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ignite shit. So we both got Jalen Green. Okay. Um, six man. I'm gonna say Mellow. Hello. Psych. Yeah. I'm a Lakers fan, and that's a psych. Okay. So who's six man? Um, gosh. Clarkson. Who's six man? Clarkson is overrated, but what? Oh, that's old, dude. Um, Clarkson, Young Jr. Who's gonna Volley and Jr. <laughs> I said a Young Jr. Young Jr. I mean, Young Jr. could jump through the roof. That's a difference, but I ain't I think, trying to violate him. I don't, that level. He, I don't think he gonna do it like that. I'm trying to think <laughs> who got a bench. Like who is who is some of the candidates right now? I don't know. It's early. You could throw anybody in the NBA. <laughs> You can say Kuzma. You can say Kuzma. Kuzma starting? I don't know. Kuzma? Mm, yeah, I take my boy Kuzma. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Twenty? Who's six man of the year? He talking. He smoking. He doing something. Uh, nah. I was just thinking. Uh, uh Bello. I said. I said okay, earlier. Bello. Okay. Bello. okay but, so all three of us got Mello, and he got um, Kuzma. Kuz. Yeah. All right. Um, who's Kuzma coming off the bench for? The Wizards. The Wizards. He not starting. Not starting. Um, I asked that question at the beginning too, and we just said a little cool. So <laughs> I don't know if he's not starting or not. Oh, that's man. why it's too early. We haven't even seen these teams play. That's why it's too early. <laughs> All right, that's early. All right, but it's probably too early for six man. But I'm gonna hold my mellow slot in for now. Scoring champ. Scoring champ. KD. Mm. Scoring champ twenty. Death. Mm. I'm gonna go with James Harden. Yo, damn. I'm gonna say stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna say stuff. But like, I seen James Harden tonight. He's looking. Oh, he's he's scoring. He he not like over. Because remember, Kyrie told him, "You the point guard, I'm the shooter guard." Y'all forget that. (laughs) Y'all forget, bro. I would have been tight. We're going James. Tight, bro. Damn. Kyrie said, Kyrie went on the interview. He said, I told James today, you're the point guard. I'm the shooter guard. I said, Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that, that I don't know. It's not, it's not like that doesn't make sense, but it's funny that he just come out and say that. Like, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's something everybody already understood. Yeah. Like, James got is a better passer than you, but you don't, I don't know. You don't act because now I feel like James is overcompensating last, last year. He's just going to pass the ball. That right there should have showed people, all right, he's selfish. And I've watched Kyrie play in Brooklyn before everybody came, and I was like, "Yo, I can't watch this dude. He's just he's just hot." I seen I seen him um play. Was it LeBron's first year in the Lakers? I seen that live in person, bro. I was like, "This is beautiful." Seeing Kyrie play, <laughs> Kyrie's a fun player to watch in person, bro. Nah, bro. I mean, I guess it's because I really like. Personally, like I pay attention to like how you play that point guard position. It's not about just dribbling. Like if you're a dribble king, I hate like dribbling don't get you no points, bro. He like he's not a he's not a point guard really. He's just he's a dribble king. He just likes dribbling and having the ball in his hand more than anybody else. It's a guard. He's, no, that's not a guard, bro. That's not a guard. He's that nice. Like he's really more skilled than most of the people around. Got the sickest layup package too. Like ever, so like I don't mind. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about traditional point guards, like you want somebody who can like facilitate for others and all that. And Kyrie's doing more looking for himself than others. I can I can see that. That's true, but he's not. He's a good scorer. He's scoring. I'm not saying taking that away from him. Yeah, 
I think I'm sometimes he goes like yak mode. Like sometimes he like it's clear that you should have passed that. But Kobe did it too. Like the great ones, that's a come with it. They got no conscience. Nah, Kobe was a different type of person. Kobe didn't have to dribble or like that, bro. Like Kobe knew what he, he had a more efficient. Do. He had him. He his handles wasn't carries, but he was also more efficient with his movements. I can say that about Kobe. Yeah, like yeah. I don't like watching somebody dribble, just dribbling through everybody, and you got your team watching you. He's like, from Jersey. The, I don't like that type of basketball. He's from Jersey. From Jersey. Kobe's strong and bigger than people think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So last one is NBA championship. I have other I have other shit we can talk about too. But last oh. one, NBA championship. Lakers. Of course. Lakers. What about I go you? For Lakers every year. What about you, Tony? What? Who's gonna win? Yeah. Uh I don't think the Lakers are gonna get past the Warriors with Clay back. But um, <laughs> Clay um, gotta get adjusted. Clay gotta get make sure his knees I think, I think it's gonna be not for nothing. I think Giannis might have a chance being back there, hmm. but I see him as that type of person, but um, I'm gonna go with Brooklyn, bro. Got you. Um, if w- KD would have had his foot a little bit behind. Oh yeah, that's though. That'll be a whole different series. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. Look, now Gian's got a and shot. And a healthy now. James Harden. Gian's got a shot and a healthy James Harden. You know, you got a lot. You, you know, you're right. And they got Paul Millsap, who's you know their benches like their bench of vets is kind of crazy. Yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge. Their bench of vets is kind of crazy. Yo, Lamarcus Aldridge got to make up. I mean, I I feel for him health wise. I feel for him, but his doctor's got to figure it out. They said my heart was beating so fast. Nah, I feel him, but his doctor's got to figure it out. Like, if he got to smoke weed, let him smoke his weed. I I don't know. Well, the NBA don't drug test for weed no more. In the last three years, bro, that I don't know what's going on because it's like, yo, I feel him because I don't want to see this the same shit with Chris Bosh happen to him. And I, you know what I'm saying? I love Chris Bosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I have a few things. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you up for like three more things before you go watch this game. Um, Kanye West changed his name to Ye. Legally, like for, for yeah, real, for real. His name is just Ye. How y'all think about him doing that and his new haircut? Yeah, you know no first last name. Yeah. His new haircut. <laughs> um, click, click that link. <laughs>